just like that, we are back with you. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Race Time Radio. Back after a two-week hiatus. Yeah, we were preempted here on the channel for CFL. Hope, sure hope you enjoyed the football game. Uh, there was a lot of racing that took place across this country, and we're going to try and catch you up on as much as possible over the next two hours. I'm Joe Chisholm, not along with Joe Jr. tonight. Uh, Junior on his way back from Flamborough Speedway as we speak. Uh, they, they got down there. They got, uh, of course, the NASCAR Pinty Series was at Flamborough Speedway today. And uh, yeah, they got one race in. They were scheduled to do twins. Uh, they got one in. It uh, we rained out after that. And uh, sure enough, all the teams are on their way back to uh, you know, Quebec and all over the place uh, from wherever the teams are from. And uh, congratulations goes out to Andrew Ranger, uh, the number 51. Uh, Rick Ware Racing gets his first win in Canada. He does it with Andrew Ranger, and he did it today at Flamborough Speedway. Uh, we're going to try and catch up with Andrew in hour number two here tonight. Uh, and at, at, for sure, we're going to catch up with Junior at some point, and we'll get an update on everything that took place with the NASCAR Penny Series uh, earlier today at that big, beautiful speedway. Uh, it was uh, Motomaster, I want to say Motomaster 125 today, uh, coming up to the Quick Quick 125 when the rain came down. So we'll get an update from the guys and find out what they're going to do with that Quick Quick 125 and how they're going to make that one up. Uh, but that is uh, a little bit later in the show. Let me tell you who we got coming on the program tonight. Got a stacked lineup for you. Uh, we're going to kick it all off with uh, the East Coast of Canada. Might as well start off to our right, and we'll go all the way out to Halifax. It was a uh, big 150, not the 250, but the 150 at Riverside International Speedway. Uh, it was the Tormont Cat 150. And how about this? The 99 of Craig Slon White, he did it again. Went to victory lane, uh, won the big race at uh, Riverside. And we got, uh, of course, Craig coming on the program tonight. And we'll uh, take you right back through the race and find out how everything went. Of course, went magical for the 99. Uh, but we'll check in with Craig tonight and uh, see how things went at Riverside. It was a picture-perfect day. Got a little bit of the coverage on Tim's Corner TV. Um, didn't didn't get a lot of it, but uh, did catch some of it, and it did look like a beautiful day. We'll catch up with Slon White here in a bit. We'll also catch up with the winner of the ABC race over at Sunset Speedway just last night, uh, J.R. Fitzpatrick. Talk about a guy that has had terrible luck this year. I know we're talking about him as the winner and coming up on the radio show, but J.R. Fitzpatrick has had the season from hell, if you will. And, you know, his luck yesterday at the beginning of the day wasn't going much better. He ended up popping the motor. Um, they had to change engines. They had a lot of stuff to do uh, to get prepared for the race last night. Uh, lo and behold, J.R. went. Uh, he got that motor in, and it was... Um, uh, it was a, a Taylor Holdaway's car. Uh, I do believe it was Taylor Holdaway's car. We'll find out for sure with JR, but I know it was Taylor's crew working on things. And uh, yeah, JR Fitzpatrick ended up starting at the back. He went to the front, passed on the last lap, uh, got the number 83 of Dale Shaw, 
And uh, lo and behold, J.R. Fitzpatrick finally makes it back to victory lane. Uh, it was a, a big race for him. Uh, there was lots. Uh, I got lots to talk about amongst that race. But uh, J.R. Fitzpatrick will join us. He's the guy that went to victory lane. And uh, that's only part of the story. Uh, you wait till we get uh, J.R. around the line. Uh, let me see here. Uh, oh, how about the quick, quick fire starter uh, super stocks? They were also at Sunset Speedway going to victory lane, the number 36 of Lane Zardo. Uh, the Z goes to victory lane. Uh, this isn't his first trip there by any stretch. Uh, uh, one of those regular kind of guys at Sunset Speedway kind of cut his teeth there. Uh, and it was Lane Sardo going to victory lane and that uh, Kenny Grube, Leslie Ford. Uh, we're going to catch up with Lane Sardo on the show tonight. Uh, Friday night, Delaware Speedway. Uh, the late models back on the big track and uh, going to victory lane out there, the 52 of uh, uh, Jake Sheridan. They, he had his car tore into two a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they got that car put back together. It was the white 52, not the red and black one that you seen last night in the ABC race, but the white car. They got it back together. And uh, yeah, young Jake Sheridan, uh, uh, I mean, he checked out. Man, that car was flying on Friday night. Watched it on Rogers. Uh, great coverage. Uh, Chris and Joe did a fantastic job. And uh, I'll tell you what, that uh, Jake Sheridan, that, that, that kid's a real deal. And uh, tell you what, he had one fast hot rod on Friday night. But uh, we'll catch up with Jake in the show. Uh, we got lots to cover off tonight. But what do you say we get to the hotline and let's welcome in that first guest, shall we? All the way out in uh, Halifax. Uh, he goes to Victory Lane in the 99. Of course, I'm talking about that presidential kind of 99, Craig Slon White, for the third time in a row. He joins us on the hotline. What's going on tonight there, Craiger? How are you? Doing pretty good by the sounds of it, Craig. How about that, Craig? Do I got you now? How about now, Craig? No, I haven't got you on that one. Hmm. I don't know why I haven't got Craig on that hotline, but we're going to drop that off. We're going to try it one more time. Uh, we'll, we'll actually let Sue reestablish the connection. Or is he there? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm trying there. I'll try that again. And, uh, oh, you know what? How about I put it up on the right side of the board? Craig, I bet you I got you now. Uh, yeah, I'm here, yeah. Yeah, look at that. See, I'm pushing the wrong buttons here in the studio, buddy. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. How are you? Fantastic, man. Congratulations. Three in a row now for you in the uh, in the East Coast International Parts for Trucks. Or Parts for Trucks. See? Look at old habits. In the Pro Stock Tour. You, you have been uh, lighting the lamp out there, buddy. Yeah, man. Things are good. Things are good. We're having... Uh... We're having the time of our life right now. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, it wasn't that long ago you and I on this radio show, and sometimes not on the radio show, just you and I sort of hanging out at the track talking, and I remember you pulling out what little hair you had left. You were pulling it out going, man, i got to get it back to victory lane. And you were so, so close. Uh, now look at you, man, three in a row. What is the difference? Oh, you know, it's, at the end of the day, it's car preparation. It's, it's the piece that, that is underneath me right now, and, and it goes to King every week. Like, when I'm done, I drop it off this morning down there. And, again, it's, races are, are won in the shop, right? And as much as, uh, as much as we thought we were always on <laughs> all the time, it's, uh, 
when you get when you get Andrew and Corey and Jonathan and the boys at King doing this for a living and and it's uh, you're showing up at the racetrack and you're already so prepared it isn't even funny. So I mean, we we literally raced that car the way it unloaded out of the trailer last night and it was just it's just crazy. Ah, you gotta love it. And same old driver, right, Craig? You have been the same guy since the day I met you. You've been determined. There is zero quit in you, my friend. Uh, and that's what I love watching you on the racetrack. I know for sure when I keep my eye on the 99 that I'm about to see a show. If there is anything in that car, you are getting it out of it. And uh, that that's the cool part. Fans win when they see guys like you on the track. And it sounds like at Riverside last night, they got a show. Yeah, I, I, I hope they did. I mean, the the tour has that rule that if you win uh, win a race or win multiple races, you can't start no better than tenth. So, um, with me winning the most recent, I had to start thirteenth because Cole had Cole won three, but I was the most recent, so he started twelfth. And then uh, Nicholas had won one, so he was starting eleventh, I guess it would be. So. Um, yeah, I came from the back and just methodically picked my way through, um, trying to keep the nose on it. Obviously, big picture, right? Right. And um, we, uh, yeah, I think lap, uh, looks just before lap 100 or something like that, I ended up getting by Proud for the lead and and uh, just drove, never drove away with it, but but we were we were good enough to pull off the W again, so. It's uh, quite crazy, to be honest with you. And that's cool, too. i got to mention Greg Proud, driver of that 29 from PEI. Uh, Greg Proud, an awesome guy, always. We always called him the Big Red Dodge. Now, I know that they, I, I believe the car is black this year, but uh, that Big Red Dodge or that Big Black Dodge always got tons of horsepower. He's tough to get by. Yeah, he is, and, and he's got a brand-new Fury, too identical to mine and being prepared under the king shop and um you know we're all so very well prepared right now it isn't even funny so it's all in who makes that better adjustment um just before the race or during the day uh and whoever gets up on the wheel really um i had followed greg and i didn't know if he was saving any i didn't know if he was just kind of keeping me at a at a strong five six car lengths or whatever i was i wasn't going all i had but because um, i knew there was a caution the tour did a 50 lap caution deal if we went 50 green flag laps they were going to uh, flag it down and just kind of bring the pack together and then and then have a restart or whatever but um i didn't know if he was if he was going easy because if he was going easy mm. i was probably 80 percent. i thought well I'm probably sitting where I'm going to be, being basically second. And and I was ahead of Cole and kind of thought, you know what, it is what it is. Um, and then after that caution, um, I had let a lap, and then Greg kind of checked out on the outside. And when he cleared me, uh, I was kind of right there. I was I was more in his mirror than what I was before. So I thought, okay. Maybe he wasn't saving. Maybe he was running for all it had. And right. uh, anyway, we I just followed him for a couple laps, and then I thought, well, if I make a valiant effort here to get by him, then I can control the restart um, going forward. And I figured that if I restarted on the outside of him where he's got the big power, I could possibly, you know, 
pinch that power off a bit and get the lead kind of on every restart if need be, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, it was just before lap 100 or whatever, I was able to drive by him on the outside, and, uh, and then it went green, so we didn't have to worry about it. Oh, man, you got to love it when a plan comes together. Uh, you know, I, I think back, Craig, and we are with Craig Slonwide. He won the Tormach Cat 150 at uh, at uh, Riverside International Speedway just last night. But, Craig, you know, I think back to, uh, you know, Jonathan Hicken and, and the five car uh, when he would run at Riverside. And, uh, you know, we, we would see him at all the different tracks. We'd see him at Scotia Speed World, and uh, he'd show up at Petty. He was always fast at all these other tracks. And he'd show up at Riverside, and I would say, Jonathan, you got to be excited, man. We're back at Riverside. Uh, how's that five car? And he'd always say one thing to me. He said, you know, Joe, it's a good car, and I feel confident. But I'll tell you what, I haven't got the horsepower that Chisholm and, and Proud and these guys have got at this racetrack. And at Riverside, it's a momentum track. You've got to have the horsepower. You've got to have the speed, or you're just quite simply not going to be able to stay with these guys. And, you know, Jonathan would always be uh, like second, third, uh, uh, top five, say, but uh, he never would crack that victory lane, at least the times that I was out there. And, I, you know, I always took his comments uh, and, and sort of filed them back in the memory bank and thought, okay, when we're doing our little round of picks, I better not take Hicken because he's, you know, a straight-up kind of guy telling you the way it is. Uh, but you know what? Seeing you now in that 99 car, uh, that, that, that's all changed now. Um, you don't have uh, maybe the struggles that Jonathan did when he was in the five, uh, both Fury cars, both set. I, I, I take it the same car, uh, but what, does it feel that much different uh, than maybe what uh, what Jonathan was sort of uh, you know had underneath him at that track? Uh, no, I, I I think that uh, I think the car is identical to what it's been. Um, I don't know, maybe maybe my feedback to Andrew, maybe maybe the the what we're running right now is a little bit better than what he was running last year when it comes to that package in Anaganish. I mean. Jonathan can get the job done at any track, as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah. Um, but I am one up on him because he has he never won at Halifax in that car, and he never won at Anaganisha in that car, and then I've won at Halifax in Anaganisha. Now I got to get one. They're throwing it at me, right? He's won PEI and he's won Petty in it. Yeah. I've never won PEI, but I haven't won in Petty in it yet. So <laughs> we're we're joshing back and forth here because uh, again, I'm two tracks up on him right now. Or, uh, we're, we're tied. He's got wins at two other tracks, and I got wins at two other tracks in the same car. So, well, I don't think he cool could lose. Joke. I don't think Jonathan could lose at Petty in that car. Man, I'll tell you what, no, that guy's been on fire for I don't know five years in that machine. Uh, at Petty, he was the man to beat each and every time. Yeah, oh, hundred percent he is, and uh, uh, the, the the cat is out of the bag. He is racing this weekend at the Mike Mike Stevens Memorial Race too. So, in one of the King cars. So. At the end of the day, where there's, oh, I don't know, there's five or six of us going out of the one shop, and we're all probably set up the same. Um, it's whoever, whoever tweaks a little bit better on race day, and it should be a good show. No, oh, it's going to be off the hook. You can guarantee it. Data acquisition with race teams. You know, uh, multi-car teams seem to have the advantage over the single, uh, you know, maybe one guy, two guys sort of team. Uh, is it that way, like, 
Do you find with data acquisition amongst all the cars that are running out of the King's stable, uh, do all of you get that information or does it stay pretty well within the confines of the, I don't know, the, the management group, if you will, uh, they take care of the car and you drive the car and so do the other guys? You know what? It's it's such an open book down there, and I keep telling people that it's hard to believe because you know when I was buying that car, you get you get those those haters basically saying you're not going to get what you're not going to get the setup that Jonathan had, and then you're not going to get the setup that Cassius had. You're not going to get the setup that Corey Hall got. You're not going to get the setup that the Reeds have because they're spending more money than me or whatever the case may be. You always hear haters are always going to hate, but I heard a lot of it when. Right when I was buying the car and uh, I just turn a deaf ear to us. I'm pretty good at that. And uh, it's, it's, it's been kind of eye opening to be honest with you, because between every single one of us drivers that have one of those cars, um, we all talk, we're all tuning together. We're all trying stuff. We all know what we're trying. Um, It's basically Andrew, Andrew said it to me, you know, we were we were chit chatting there. Must have been Friday, and he's like, I, "I I love it because all the cars are rolling out of here, essentially the same, and we're leaving it up to the drivers." And I've said that for years. I said, "You know, man, if I just had the equipment under me that I know the the better funded teams had, or even the information, or um, essentially what I'm getting right now, I'm I'm signed up with a team that has things figured out." I've always said, put me in that gear and I'll win races. And, you know, here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. Three. It's a dream come true, to be honest with you. Well, three in a row, man. It doesn't happen by accident. Uh, you got to know what you're doing. Uh, it was funny at Daytona one time, I was sitting there with uh, uh, Joey Coulter. And, of course, back then, he was driving an RCR truck. And uh, it was just at the time that Ty and Austin Dillon were making their way through. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys would say, oh, grandpa's paying for everything. They don't get the same equipment as everybody else, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I said to Joey, Joey, you'd be a good guy to ask because you're on the inside there at RCR. Are they getting better stuff than you? And he said, Joe, honestly, they aren't. They're getting the same stuff as I am. And he says, uh, you got to remember something. And he says, you got to tell these other people, too, that it, it doesn't matter. If I give you a helicopter, you still got to know how to fly it. That's right. And, uh, you know, that that's where the difference comes in. And uh, it's just kind of cool, Craig, to see the success that you are having out there. Uh, really, the tour has been uh, maybe struggling at, time, uh, at times for cars. But it sounds like the races, it don't matter if you've got 25 cars in a field or 18 cars in a field or 10 for that fact. Uh, as long as you've got a good race on the track and they're all going for the win, I think it's a pretty damn good race and people will buy it. Oh, absolutely, and it's, it, it's no different than to go back to the first race that we had at Halifax. It was the poorest car count that I've ever been involved in. There was eight cars, but at the end of the day, you could have blew, you could have threw a blanket over all six of us, and that's the way we ran right till the end of the race. And, I mean, uh, so many people said, you know, didn't plan on going because of the car count, blah, 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 but it's probably one of the best shows that we ever seen. Well, you know, you're, you're running myself, who is now prepared, Cole and Jared, who are very well prepared. Nicholas Noggle is very well prepared. Um, the Zero Car Matt's very well prepared. Um, who else? You know that's that's definitely 
full-time pairs that are prepared. Um, but at the end of the day, the show is still there. And, yeah, we struggle with car count. And it's, people are saying rules this and rules that. I honestly think that's still the way the season happened. It was you, you, you ramp up hoping to, hoping to get started and then kept getting delayed, kept getting delayed. And then, and then the tour announced on the Saturday before that we were racing the next Saturday, it was going to be a points race. And that was the start of the season. I think it was just too short notice for guys that weren't really prepared because of COVID and sponsors aren't paying the full amount of money to people because, you know, obviously they're not, they're not in a position to, to pay up. And if we're only going to get nine races versus 12, whatever the case may be. Um, but listen, I think COVID is, is the biggest thing that, that hurts car count this year uh, it should come back next year in my opinion if everything goes back normal i mean there's there's seven cars from prince edward island that normally follow the tour around that haven't come one other than kent and uh and greg that's basically it so um you know as long as we get those guys back on board next year well then you're right back up into a 20 to 23 car field every week so Exactly. And there's no doubt about it. Hey, our butts have been welded here in the province of Ontario. Uh, we're used to being out there doing every race that's in Nova Scotia when it comes time for the tour. So uh, we, we can hear you. We hear you loud. <laughs> and I can't okay. wait until things go back to normal and we can get out there and uh, definitely turn the rest of North America on to Absolutely everything that is uh, the Pro Stock Tour. Hey, good on you for winning another one. Uh, you mentioned it. You're going to go to Petty, and then uh, you're going to go back to Scotia Speed World, right? October 2nd is going to be the finale, is it, for the tour? You still got two more no, before. No, no, we got two more there. So September 25th is going to be that uh, the tire all over 200, and then, and then the rescheduled race from Petty. Is going to be at Scotia the very next weekend on October second. So we're we're going to Petty, or I'm going to Petty this weekend. But that's not a points race. It's just the, it's the Mike Stevens Memorial race that Wayne puts on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then the final two point races are two weeks after that. So we get three weeks of racing left. So one's for money, and the other two are for points. So. Yeah, now, you're going to be awesome. Our, uh, points, I haven't got the points in front of me. Where are you sitting with uh, three wins back-to-back? You better be close to the front. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm eight ahead of Cole now. Eight ahead of the 53. That's a feat in yeah. itself right there, isn't it? Honestly, it is. You know, it really is. He's, he's so good, you know, wherever he goes at all times. He's always the guy hunting for the win. Um so, yeah, it is. It's a feed in itself, and we're riding a high, and we're going to keep on rolling. Well, that's what you got to do, Craig Slonwhite. you got to keep that presidential Chevrolet just a-humming out there. Uh, we've got a thing happening here now. You've won three in a row. We get you back on. Uh, I'm going to leave that spot open, and we'll see if we can talk to you next week. And I know everybody else on the tour is going to be saying that we've heard enough of Slonwhite. <laughs> you know what? I hope I hope like hell you're calling me. Uh, you bet your brother. I don't mind <laughs> calling you at all, Craig. Uh, right love on. catching up with you, man. Uh, you got a lot of great sponsorship on that race car. Uh, you're doing them proud each and every week, buddy. Absolutely, buddy. It's uh, it's straight ahead, and and everybody that's involved with me is uh, they know how much they mean to me. Whether it be whether it be sponsors, whether it be my crew, whether it be uh, family, friends, fans, 
everybody knows. Everybody knows how uh, how appreciative I am. And and again, we're riding this high. We're going to keep it rolling however long we can. Well, you got three more races, and then back to the kitchen parties you go. That's right, exactly. Yeah, sounds good, Craig. Thanks for the time tonight. We genuinely appreciate it, and uh, celebrate that victory, man. You got uh, only a week to celebrate it, and then you got to go back at it. That's right. Awesome. Hopefully we'll talk to you again. You want to believe it, Craig Slonwhite, driver of that 99 out there on Canada's East Coast. Uh, dynamite guy. Great to hear he's having success. Uh, you you got to know that Cole Butcher, Jared Butcher, well, the, the list. Uh, I'm telling you, a long list, long, long list of competitors that are ready to knock that guy off the top. Uh, but trust me when I say he has worked awful hard to get to the top of the mountain. And he's up there right now, and he's doing a good job. Uh, Greg Proud, again, congratulations. Greg, if you're tuned in, way to go, buddy, in that 29 car. Uh, Sounds like he had a dynamite run at Riverside and uh, always fast. When he gets to that track, it doesn't matter what track he goes to, that 29, when Greg Proud nails it, look out. uh, You're going to hear his name, and you'll be getting him back on the show, too. Uh, a lot of, lot of good racing still to come in the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, J.R. Fitzpatrick, he went back to Victory Lane last night at Riverside International and at Riverside at Sunset, and he's going to join us on the other side of the break. Stay with us. From coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today, race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Race Time Radio is brought to you by GetRackHunter.com. Take your shot. Pull the trigger and join Hunter Nation on both sides of the border at GetRackHunter.com. Canadians will camp like never before this season. Family time will be spent outside, around the campfire. Be prepared for all the elements. Be sure to pack quick, quick fire starters. No need to haul paper or kindling. Just pop a quick, quick fire starter into the pit. Add your wood. And presto, you're a professional camper. Let the stories begin. Quick, quick fire starters. Making social distancing bonfires fun. Alexa, play NASCAR radio on Sirius XM. Sirius XM NASCAR radio from Sirius XM. Start your engine! 
access to NASCAR's biggest name. Martin Truex Jr. Kyle Busch. Chase Elliott. Hear live coverage of every single race. side-by-side for the win. Wow. It's unfiltered 24-7 NASCAR. Welcome to Victory Lane. We've got breaking news. Let's go to the hotline. This is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90. Listen on the app or at home on devices equipped with Amazon Alexa. Learn more at SiriusXM.com slash NASCAR. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indiganish, Nova Scotia. Also by APX Racewear and Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive? Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to meet you. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Race time radio to go. Streaming live or on demand. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So glad you could tune in tonight. Uh, we are going to go right back to the hotline, and we're going to bring in a guy that has had, oh, a terrible season up until, I don't know, about 10, maybe quarter after 10 last night. And then, all of a sudden, the glass slipper fit, and the luck turned around. And I'll tell you what, it was more than luck. This guy drove his rear end off. Uh, from the time the green flag dropped until the checkered flag flew. Let's welcome in driver of the number 84 from Cambridge, Ontario. We got J.R. Fitzpatrick with us on the hotline. He did go to victory lane. No, we're not talking about a wrecked car. No, we're not talking about a blown motor. Well, I guess we're going to talk a little bit about a blown motor, but then we're going to talk victory. J.R., what's going on? How you doing, kid? I'm doing good. How are you? Fantastic, man. Welcome back to Victory Lane. Uh, good for you. Uh, you deserve that one, buddy. Yeah, it feels uh, feels really good, and uh, it was definitely a team effort. I mean, uh, for those who don't know, we I teamed up with Taylor Holdaway and his Holdaway Motorsports Group this weekend, and and uh, man, what what a what a performance! I mean, it just goes to show you what two great teams when they join forces, what could possibly uh, what could happen and, and uh we did a little test there on friday night just feel it out get comfortable with the car you know get fitted in it and whatnot and and uh i knew right away when i went out and started warm tires up that that car was going to be a good car and, and uh i went to bed that night feeling confident and, and ready and and we went on saturday feeling good about everything that we only had minor changes to do and i went out the first practice on the old tires there just to make sure everything you know staying together and felt good um, I think we clocked 11th or something with them old tires on, and we came in, put some new ones on, and then went up and uh, ended up blowing another motor in it. So that was uh, one of those deals where I thought we were done and, and, and just figured that's just another 2021 demon coming after me. No, 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 no. Not when you got Teddy McAllister and not when you got Taylor Holdaway and all those guys. No, no, we're not quitting. You're not going nowhere. Stay right there, right? Well, that's it. Like I didn't realize that Taylor did have another engine in his uh, at his engine guy shop that he was already had there to to break in on the dyno and whatnot because they're red tags, so they have to be braked in and and whatnot. And uh, yeah, I honestly just thought you know that, that we we're done because there's no motor and 
And then Taylor got on the phone right away and called his man. And then it was actually Brandon Johnson who went and uh, had to go get a key all the way to Allison. Then he had to go all the way to Newmarket. So I got to thank him for doing all that driving and get that engine to us. And so while he was gone, um, between the two teams, uh, we got that engine out, the car cleaned, and, and we had about an hour break to sit there and, and uh, get get ready. I mean, we, we were kind of shaking our heads, but at the same time, we were confident because we tested on the Friday night, and, and like I said, like it was basically Taylor, myself, and he brought two guys, Colton Everham and his friend Nate, and uh, we were confident. We knew the car was going to be really good, and I just didn't realize it was going to be that good. I mean... We got the engine in, we missed qualifying, and, and we started at the back. And, and I'll tell you, when that green flag went, man, that thing was hooked right up. It was it was a real pleasure to drive. And, and uh, I knew Taylor and I would do great things together because we've been communicating a lot over the last year or two, just, you know, uh, just bouncing ideas back and forth. And, and I've been on the tour, you know, more than him, so he's asked about gears and stuff. And I asked him some stuff, and I just knew that we were kind of on the same page with communication and and uh, I can tell you, everything worked out flawlessly, and, and our two teams really did work very, very, very well together. So the motor, when the motor laid down, did it lay down? Did it blow up? Did it vent out the bottom? Was it catastrophic? Uh, what, what was the situation with the with the ticker? Yeah, it was it was a nasty blow-up, actually. Um, I came out just in time in the green, so I went out and I shifted, did about one lot, went down the back, and it just blew everything everywhere it blew two holes in the oil pan and and it was sideways going into three and it was a, it was a good blow up for sure uh you know i hated that i had to ruin a few people's practice but it's one of them deals i tried to get stopped and out of the groove as quick as possible and it's just uh, it did lay a lot of oil on the speedway and, and you know thankfully the tour gave everybody another 10 minutes practice um, but yeah i made quite the mess but uh you know that's just it's just a thing i've been hearing that Great motors, for whatever reason, they, they manufacture parts or whatever they've done or or batch. I don't know what they've done, but there's a few failures with the um, What do you do, right? There's yeah. nothing you can do, really. Well, and it, do you now look at that as a fortunate part that you didn't end up wrecking the car when all that oil goes down? It's pretty easy uh, to to ride that slick, uh, you know, that field of ice, if you will, straight into a chunk of concrete on the end of that turn. Uh, probably lucky that you didn't end up going into the fence. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, it definitely broke at a good spot. I mean, I was still sideways going in three, but was able to get it up and up. I didn't have to hit anything. And uh, like I said, it was, it's, we're lucky that it happened when it um, But, I mean, I, I knew because even in, in practice, Taylor and I spoke um, about, like, I think all we did was, like, put one spring rubber in the car and and, and we were right there. I, maybe one packer, I don't even, I can't really remember, but uh, that's how close it was. That's how close he brought that car to the track for me. And, and like I said, I... I, I have never had a chance to work with him, and it was a pleasure. And I'm really looking forward to finishing the year out with him and, and seeing if we can get to some of these specials together and see if we can uh, get some more crown jewels. Now, I heard your interview last night, JR. You're not very good at Sunset Speedway. Well, you can take that one off the list now. You know, Taylor Holdaway <laughs> is really good at it, and so yeah. are you now. Uh, but you also heard you say you're not very good at Delaware Speedway. And uh, we, we all know that you know your way around that racetrack. It's going to be very interesting. That final event is going to be off the hook. Yeah, you know, I, when I say stuff like that, it's it more or less like 
setup wise, right? Like I feel I felt very comfortable around Sunset before, but uh, Dwayne Baker uh, took me around in a golf cart and just showed me a few things line wise, and and Taylor did the same thing with me on Friday night and, and showed me just a couple little points and and just when you get ex- you know guys with experience at those tracks that race there locally for forever, they just know every fine detail, and I'll tell you everything that those two guys told me really. It was amazing on Saturday, man. I closed in on Dale Shaw in like a lap, like ten car lengths. Like the car was incredible. So uh, definitely a lot of credit to Taylor and his group. Um, my spotter Steven did a phenomenal job. I mean, starting from from last is definitely stressful on the team, stressful on the spotter, and 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 to be honest, the car was so good, I was really relaxed. I barely broke a sweat. Um, but going back to Delaware, I feel confident in Delaware. I have a lot of experience there. Led a lot of laps and pinties. Could have, could have won quite a few races there. I remember breaking a brake line while leading with like five to go, but um, it's just one of those deals. These late malls are on the ground, so the setups are, are, are a little more finicky than what I'm used to with the Pinty stuff years ago. So um, I feel like that was my problem at Sunset, so I got into a really good car that was prepared really good by a smart guy, and, and we did amazing things with it. So I'm really hoping that uh, we can do a shakedown and, and, and get comfortable with that find out what we need and because our communication is really strong and and uh we're gonna be uh, a lightning team man there you know there's all my guys are still with me of course everybody came uh uh ted stretch paul chris uh steven uh, they were all there we we're all working hard and uh it's just it's just watching two teams work together was pretty cool yeah, that is kind of cool. Bad news for everybody else when uh, when you got twice the input going in there. Uh, it's going to make for some very interesting stuff. Uh, without, uh, I got to mention this: the seventeen car, Josh Stoddy, uh feel terrible for the guy. Uh, he leads seventy eight laps of a hundred there yesterday. Uh, that car looked like it was on rails. I was trying to do some time comparisons. And you and he were just right in the same ballpark, uh, time-wise. Man, I'll tell you what, that was fixing to be uh, quite a finish there. And then look at his luck. It goes south, breaks the ball joint. Uh, well, what's that like? Yeah, I felt really bad for Josh. Uh, I, I still tell people, I think the, the second event at Solid Speedway, he probably should have won that one, too. He was really strong. He got, uh, I think he got spun out. Uh, he was very fast there. Uh, he's been very fast on a lot of tracks lately. It's just bad luck. Um, sunset uh, last night, I mean, it would have came down to he or I, I think, because he obviously had a phenomenal car. Um, um, you know, it's just, I, and I heard it was, it, the way the ball joint broke was like just the flukest thing ever. Like, it would, it would never happen again, most likely. So, it's just one of them deals, you know, it's just the racing, the racing bad luck is just over his head, and. It's there. That it happens, and and that's the way it happens. We're with J.R. Fitzpatrick, driver of the '84, goes to Victory Lane Sunset Speedway last night. Uh, J.R., uh, you mentioned it. The closing rate on the '83 of Dale Shaw, uh, when the 17 car exited, they got a restart. Uh, the '83 of Dale Shaw. It was second in line, man. That car was uh, also a really well-prepared machine. He was rolling along. I got to admit, Jr. seen you back there behind him, and I thought, Jr. really hasn't got enough time to get to him. And then just like that, you were right on top of him. Uh, the closing rate was pretty fast. Yeah, our car was real good on the long run. I need like four or five of them. 
And uh, so battling with the 78, I just kept. Derek Heaver both driving very hard. That thing just went and took off. And uh, yeah, I think in two laps, it was for sure 10 or 12 car lengths. Like, I caught him extremely fast. And uh, I wasn't planning on waiting very long when I got to him because I knew the car deserved to win. The team didn't win, and I wanted that win so bad. So I wasn't planning on waiting too long and did uh, an old short track maneuver on him and, and, and got under him and, and made a good pass, and, and we ended up winning. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, dynamite job. I, I I do believe, Jr. you know, when we all hit the end of the season and we all love looking back upon the season that was, I believe, uh, you know, uh, people are going to look back at that sunset race and they're going to be pointing at that one as probably the race of 2021 so far. Uh, I can't think of another race that I have actually witnessed that had the excitement that that one there did. Uh, and uh, you played a major role in that. A lot of give and take last night in the APC race. There was a lot of respect shown on the racetrack. Yeah, there was. And, uh, and, and, and I think, I don't think that was just like for me. Like, I, I feel like everybody was racing really good with each other. Yeah, there was a, some bumps and some banging and whatnot. But that's such a fast little fast group. You know, nobody wrecked <laughs> at the beginning there. Um, a couple of spin-outs. But, yeah, the racing was really good. And, and, and guys were, like, when I was coming through the field, I mean, I was really fast. And, and a lot of guys were just letting me go, and they followed me through. And, and, and really, the, the racing is very good, very respectful. It reminded me of a lot, like, what I'm used to when I ran the old cast car stuff. And, and uh, you know, our spotters were communicating. You know, that hardly ever happens. Um, you know, like, like, let him know that I'm trying to take a few, my time, get around this guy, et cetera, et cetera. And, and so guys behind you were being very respectful, too, like, one time I I went into three probably my arc like three car lengths probably hot and and I told my spotters I'll say give him a spotter just give me two laps and I'll get these two guys and 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 he he gave me the respect and and sure enough him and I both moved forward because of it um, I was able to get under both those guys there and and, and move ahead so. The racing is fantastic, and I really think after that Flamborough incident, we're, we're all racing like a bunch of idiots. I think once we all got our hands slapped at the, the next race, I think a lot of us have realized that these are too big of a expensive toys to be driving around like a bunch of morons. <laughs> well, it, you know, it needed a good race. Uh, there is no doubt. Uh, but the, the drivers definitely stepped up and uh, provided the fans with exactly what they came for. Uh, and that was a dynamite race. JR, uh, what do you got next? Uh, are you sitting until the final show? Or uh, I've never known you to sit on a couch on a weekend. What do you got up in between now and the end? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, just think, I, we won last night. Laura and I came right home. We started working on the backyard. So, you know, we can't can't sit long. But in terms of racing, um, Taylor and I are in discussions about possibly going to the the Velocity 250 this weekend because the car is already together, set up for there, and very fast, and and that's a crown jewel. I haven't I haven't won. I finished second in a super late there, but never won it. I, I feel like we have a great car and a great team, and uh, would like to participate in that. Um, and then maybe you know possibly if we could make something work, we'd probably try and do the Delaware event on a Friday night if possible. But I don't want to risk the car. You know the car is really. Uh, uh, 
Well, good news for absolutely everybody over in Stroud, Ontario. JR, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time Radio. Uh, congratulations. Good to see your luck has finally spun around. Uh, it's going to be a whale of a finish. you got to know it's going to be one that uh, fans will not want to miss, correct? That's right. It'll be a good show, and uh, hopefully everybody gets out and supports the twenty-one strong and, and move ahead. You want to believe it. JR, thanks so much for the time, buddy. Thanks, Sam. You, you betcha. Uh, the number 84, they don't make them much better than that. Uh, uh, talk about the season from hell. Oh, man. Uh, good to see that it's spun around for him. And Josh Stoddy. Got to mention Josh uh, one more time. Uh, that guy, that car he had yesterday at sunset uh, leading 78 laps. Nobody, nobody had anything for him in those first oh, 80 laps or so. Uh, the 83 of Dale Shaw, another really, really fast car, man. He was coming up. Uh, at one point, he did get 17 on the restart. And I thought, okay, well, that that's it. Josh has got those tires mad now, and he's probably not going to be able to retake that. And no sooner did I get that thought out of my mind and here comes the 17 back on the 83 car and retook the lead. And I thought, oh, man, has Joshua got himself a race car tonight? And uh, we're going along, and I, I stepped away. I had to go into the little boys' room for a minute, and I come back, and uh, Sue said to me, uh, something happened to the 17 car. I said, yeah, well, I've, what? What? He, it's a shuttle. Nothing could have happened to that car. And she goes, no, no, it's rolling down pit road. It's rolling down pit road. And I Took a look at the screen, and sure enough, going down pit road, uh, broke a ball joint. Um, and speaking with Junior after, uh, sheared, sheared it. So uh, just just dumb luck, man, just dumb, dumb, dumb luck. Uh, there's nothing you can do about it. The ball joint was three weeks old. Uh, there's no way you can tell it's going to go. And uh, it was just, just bad luck. That's all it is. But uh, watch for Josh Stoddy. If he proved anything, uh, he, he proved last night that uh he has arrived josh Dotty is the real deal and uh, you're gonna be watching for him to win a race i wouldn't doubt he'll be a threat at delaware speedway uh come the uh, season finale here uh, it's going to be off the hook there's going to be a lot of very competitive cars the nine brandon watson did not have the race he wanted took a a, a rear end bracket off uh it's just goofy stuff happening to him uh, so, yeah, it wasn't a good night to be Brandon Watson. Uh, the, the 81, Andrew Grissel, not in the field. Uh, he and his wife, Radden, had a new baby. Yeah, so congratulations to the 81 team, uh, Andrew and Radden Grissel, a uh, new baby girl. Uh, so, Andrew, not at the race. So, he had the 81, a Jordan House or, or the 8 of Jordan House, then the 81 last night, accumulating uh, points for him. So, And look at Jordan House ends up in the top three. So it was a good points day for the 81, even though the 81 wasn't there. That's uh, going to be interesting. I'll tell you what, that final race at Delaware Speedway, it's fixing to be the one, I'll tell you. Uh, you don't want to miss it. We're going to step out, take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to catch up with the quick, quick fire starter super stock winner from Sunset Speedway last night. It was Lane Zardo, 
in that number 36, that Leslie Ford. We're going to catch up with them on the other side of the breaks. Don't go anywhere. We will be back in just a moment. Hey, fans, this is Don Kuzneski, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. One more depending on a and we are From coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuel, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Finally, winter is in the rearview mirror. Camping this year is going through the roof. Be prepared for your getaway. Pack a good supply of Quick Quick Fire Starters. Seasoned pro campers have been using Quick Quick Fire Starters for over 30 years. No need to take paper or kindling. Just add your wood and your Quick Quick Fire Starter and let the stories begin around the campfire. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the official starter of spring and summer. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination, is now on free previews all July. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home. From two wheels to four and so much more, Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Men, 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 morning men. Hi, I'm Evan Cohen, and I'm Mike Babchat. We were given 30 seconds to describe our show, Morning Men, on Mad Dog Sports Radio, so I'll ask you some questions, and you give me the answers. What do we do for fun? You go to the diner with your family. Me? I drink and forget I have a family. Biggest crush? You? Tom Brady. Me? Anyone in yoga pants. What do we want to do more of? You? Talk about what happened the night before in the world of sports. Me? I would like to do more of my wife. (laughs) I think we just ran out of time. Morning Men, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82, and the Sirius XM app. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Rev TV Canada, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, and by GetRackHunter.com. Race Time Radio. Only on Sirius XM 167. We get you closer. If you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. You say hello. <laughs> What's going on tonight, everybody? Uh, some great racing on Sunset Speedway just last night. It was the APC Series. And, of course, the Quick Wick Firestarter Superstocks 
were on the racetrack, second to last event uh, for that series. And going to victory lane was Lane Zardo in the 36 car. Man, what a show this kid put on, along with the 48 of Dwayne Baker, where they duking it out at the front. Uh, but no, I say duking it out. They weren't duking it out, wrecking each other. They were just running side by side. It was off the hook. Let's welcome, shall we, Lane Zardo, the winner of that race, to Race Time Radio. What's going on tonight there, Lane? How are you? Hey, big guy. We uh, actually just got uh, back to the house. It's been a long weekend. After uh, sunset last night, uh, I came on down the highway and tried to go support the Pinty Series race at uh, Flambro Speedway. Unfortunately, the weather uh, the weather kind of won there, but uh, it's always a good day to be at the racetrack. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That that's typical of you, Lane. Uh, go race your butt off, do whatever you can, and then uh, back to another track on Sunday. If there's a race, you're at it. Yeah, man. I mean, when uh, when your whole life's invested into one thing, you know, it, it it consumes your life in a good way for sure. Like I said. Uh, even though it got rained out, it was good to be at the racetrack and good to be talking to racers about race cars. So it's it's your life, man. You you live it and you love to do it. And every chance you get to be at a racetrack, you, you just try to be there. Uh, spoken like a true Zardo, my friend. Uh, uh, Billy would be so happy right now. So proud of you. That's what he would be. Take us back through last night, Lane. Uh, looked like you had a real good 36 there, Leslie Ford. That thing looked like it was on rails last night. Yeah, I know the Leslie Ford Badger Daylighting uh, Shook's Mechanical Ford. Uh, every time it gets unloaded off the trailer this year, it's been pretty fast, but yesterday was just a, a perfect day all around. We unloaded. It was uh, it was fast right from practice. Set uh, set fast time. Uh, had a real fast time on the track for qualifying, and then uh, was able to kind of get my way to the front uh, pretty early on in the race, uh, which is always good, just kind of setting the pace and doing what you can do to save your tires, and then... Uh, we had a pretty good run there with Dwayne Baker at the end, and I uh, I think the last two laps were pretty exciting for the fans, and uh, I hope they all appreciated it. Well, I'll tell you what. I was at home watching on G-Force. I was right on the edge of my stool for that one, brother. <laughs> it was exciting, to say the least. I didn't know whether Dwayne was going to get you or not. Uh, Lane, you, uh, you, you raced him clean. You raced him like a true professional, and... Uh, it must must have been a lot of fun. You got a lot of laps around Sunset Speedway. You'd be a hard cat to beat around there. Yeah, but uh, so does Dwayne Baker, right? Like uh, he ran. He was a, a phenomenal limited late model driver. Um, he he always did really good in these bigger events as well. Uh, normally, he was always good at the seventy five and hundred lap races. So maybe if there's another twenty five laps, he would have he would have been able to better me a little bit. But uh, you know, racing with Dwayne a few times and a few other cars. Uh, like I said, he knows Sunset very well. He knows exactly how wide his car is, too. I've tried to be on the outside of him a few <laughs> times and never puts you in the wall, but uh, there's, there's not much room out there. He, he races you pretty hard. Yeah, but, it doesn't um, leave you a lot of space out there. That's intentional, right? No, he, he's definitely a true racer. He, uh, But uh, we had a very clean run last night. We never touched each other once, raced each other very uh, respectively. And, uh, you know, out of there, there it felt like there was 100, but... Um, Within the last 10 laps, there was probably about three or four cautions. And uh, the majority of the race, I was able to uh, get the better of him after about, you know, a lap, lap and a half. You know, after two corners, I was able to pull. But uh, we uh, we took the green flag for the last time, and it was a green-white checkered kind of deal. And going down the back straightaway, about to take the checkered flag, he actually had the better of me. So 
it was it, it was intense inside the race car. I kind of just held my breath going into uh, the corner and, you know, hope to God we could get it. Did it feel like you had a winning car all day long, or were you saying, boys, we got to get some work done on this thing, it's not doing this, it's a little tight here? Uh, like, was there adjustments that had to be made throughout the day? We had a slight issue uh, in practice, but it was a pretty easy issue to overcome. We uh, we um, we chalked up another win last week at Sunset in uh, our weekly division, and there's a little bit of a pileup on the front straightaway, and we, we just got into it a little bit with our right front corner, but... Uh, the boys went to work. Uh, we were able to capitalize that weekend, and uh, there's a few damages that we had to change. So uh, just to get the, the front-end alignment back to 100% uh, took, a, took a little bit of the practice, but uh, that was, it was a perfect day for a race car driver. You, there's, that's the kind of race car that you dream of unloading every single week. It was perfect pretty much the whole day, and the whole feature was a dream to drive. Kenny Grube is uh, the car owner there, the number 36. We're used to seeing you in a 46, not a 36, but you've been in the 36 now a couple of years. Uh, how's Kenny making out? Uh, Kenny's doing pretty good. I mean, uh, he just went through, um, uh, he got both of his hips replaced. So uh, he's got titanium hips now, and, you know, you're not allowed titanium in a race car, so <laughs> uh, he's not allowed to race. But, uh, no, he uh, he contacted me earlier uh well near the end of last year and uh asked if this is something i'd be interested in doing and i've always had a great time racing with kenny and uh the crew brad chuck randy uh dylan um all the bester guys they're, they're all phenomenal guys so uh yeah he called me up and just seen if it was a deal i'd be interested in doing for the whole season and uh and it, it came along really good and kenny's in the background not even in the background i mean like uh two three weeks ago he was changing a caliber within five minutes of me going out on the racetrack on his knees, laying down and yeah. you tried, you, you try to pull him away or offer him a hand, but uh, those old boys are stubborn. Yeah. 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 They're yeah. hard to beat lane. Listen, we're right along the top of the hour here. I got to throw it back to Sirius XM to do a news highlight package. It takes 90 seconds. And then we're coming back for hour two. Can I get you to hang on here? I still yeah, got a couple cool. of questions for you on the other side of this little break. Uh, and, and I want to get I want to get your take on it. Can I get you to hang out for a minute? Yeah, that's cool. Okay, now it's going to get quiet on your end. Don't worry, you haven't got hung up on. Uh, we will be back with you in just a moment. Uh, but we are going to throw it back to Toronto, get you up to date on that news and highlights, and then we're going to come back. It only takes 90 seconds, and we will be back with you live tonight on Race Time. More with Lane Zardo when we come back. Stay right there. You're listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM, Channel 167. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Broadcasting live from the track. We're here to get trophies. Never give up, baby. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90 is your home for all things NASCAR. The yellow lights come on. Like, oh. Everything's happening so fast. Every race. Hard contact into the safer barrier. Exclusive interviews. This is more than just a job. We don't get caught up in being famous. The only broadcasting outlet in the world. Delivering NASCAR 24-7, 365. Thank you, you are the man. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. (laughs) 
with the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167 where Canada talks. And just like that, our number two begins live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. You're tuned to Race Time Radio. I'm Joe Chisholm. And still on that hotline, we have got the winner of the Quick Quick Fire Starter Superstock race from Sunset Speedway last night, the number 36, Leslie Ford of Lane Zardo. He's still with us on the hotline. At least I think he's still there. He's still there, buddy. Yeah, man, got you loud and clear. Look at that. Perfect stuff. Lane, I got to talk to you about this Quick Quick Fire Starter Superstock series. What's it been like? You've ran the whole deal. Give us your impression of this series. Yeah, what uh, Luke Ramsey kind of uh, adopted into uh, last year. Uh, we ran a few races. Uh, they had a few uh, races on the schedule. And then this is the first true season. Um, but Luke Ramsey with APC and uh, Quick Quick Firestarters have done an amazing job. They've uh, A lot of the cars, uh, like everybody thinks you need a really fast race car, like to run like pro late models or super late models or, or to run like big series stuff to uh, – feel successful but man i'm racing against some of these guys like trevor colliver um you know brandon Patrick, my weekly division like these super stock guys they they ball out really hard on the racetrack and it's such a blast to race against them so to go from track to track um and experience kind of where drivers are good at certain areas in the province it's a, it's a really cool tour to be a part of yeah, good stuff. Whereabouts are you in the points hunt? Uh, you you got to be up there. Man, you've had good success in the tour. Yeah, every race that we finished has been a top three. Uh, unfortunately, we had a motor let go on us at Delaware Speedway, uh, which was one of my first times there. Um, so I believe I'm one point behind Wayne Baker. Uh, that's before they calculate our home track series because they have this point system where uh, you can get a certain amount of points each night based on your home track series. So when they factor in that, it'll kind of tell us truly where we are. But uh, we're sitting pretty going into Delaware, and I'm very excited to get to that racetrack. I, I felt like we had a really good car last time, and we were able to surprise some people, and uh, hopefully we can finish out the year strong with it. Well, you got to love it. And, you know, that 36 car, uh, definitely the owner of that 36 car, and yourself, know Delaware Speedway quite well. Uh, Kenny Groove knows Delaware, knows how to set up for Delaware. And uh, I could just imagine getting all the meeting of the minds with all of you guys inputting into that car. Uh, that final event is going to be a scorcher. Uh, it's going to be one that, you know, hopefully we get the weather for it, Lane, and, uh, you know, be able to get you guys on the racetrack and settle it all out. Uh, and leave it all out there on the speedway. Uh, it should be quite a finish. Yeah, no, it's and not just our race. Like we can pump up the super stocks all we want. It's going to be a phenomenal event. But you know, we got the APC late model championship the next day, and the Pinty Series race after that. Like Delaware is going to have a fantastic weekend. It'll be a great place to be. We got a concert that we can go to on the Thursday night, so it'll be a very fun weekend. But uh, back to the the meeting of the minds. We also have a lot of other smart guys uh, that play a big role in the team like brian mcdonald does a lot of our setup work and um john saunders engines uh has like that's who to thank for how fast this race car is going down the chute so it definitely plays in the favor at delaware uh having a little bit of extra horsepower and you know it's uh it's going to be a fun weekend but we still got uh, velocity before that next weekend uh we got to kind of deal with that and then uh move on to uh, delaware 
Now, how about Grandpa? Of course, Bill Zardo Sr. Uh, is Grandpa. Uh, is he going to stick his head in the window there, uh, either at sunset velocity? I'm used to seeing Bill when I pop over to sunset. And I've, I've seen him all over the place. Will he show up at Delaware? How's he doing? He's doing pretty good. And, uh, he tried to fire me on the weekend for driving. He wanted to hop in the race car. He's, uh, <laughs> he, he, like, he's still giving her pretty good. He runs his scrapyard and you know, he can, uh, he can work as hard as he wants. He works every single day. So, uh, he's doing very good, uh, physically and, you know, he's still around the racetrack, still plays a big role in my own, uh, pro late model program and my brother's limited late model program. So he's a, he's a, he's a very involved person in my life. And, uh, uh, being around him has opened up a lot of doors for myself, my brother, uh, you know, the whole family's involved in the sport. So he's kind of set the tone for that. And, uh, yeah, I'd like to think he's doing pretty good. He's a little bit grumpy sometimes, but I think he always was. <laughs> All the time. He's Billy. We got to love him. And uh, I'll tell you what, you you boys do him proud each and every time. I can guarantee you that. So uh, it's it's all one unit. You've learned from the best, but you you make the best of what you got. Uh, so he's never got to worry about, you know, are the boys going to give it their all? Because uh, you guys always do behind the wheel of those cars. So velocity, uh, that is the next uh, carrot, if you will, on the end of the stick. Velocity, uh, how big of a role is qualifying going to be for you? Do you put a lot of emphasis into that heading into the weekend? Or do you just sort of let the cards fall where they may and go after it in the race? Um, well, normally with how they do inverts now, you just kind of, you know, if you feel like you got a a car that's good enough to make it into the invert. It's just after that, it's a Jesus take the wheel kind of thing. You don't really know exactly where you're going to start, which is makes it a lot more fun to watch the race and kind of makes it a lot more fun to drive the race. But uh, so we'll be there at Sunset Speedway this weekend for Velocity 250 uh, with Kenny Grubb's uh, Super Stock and also with my uh, Prolate model. So we're not sure exactly on uh, the racing procedure for qualifying an invert and whatnot. We're going to have to talk to uh, Ben Dennis over at Sunset Speedway and get it all figured out. But uh, Velocity is always a, a very fun weekend. You know, we're, we're starting to get into uh, the fall weather, the uh, the playoff kind of sort of part of the season. And uh, it's a very exciting time to be a race car driver. Oh, it sure is. We broadcasted the uh, Velocity one year over there. A lot of fun at Sunset, Sunset Speedway. Uh, Brian Tottish and those guys do a phenomenal job. And, uh, it's going to be another action-packed weekend. You can guarantee it. Double duty for Lane Zardo. That's going to be a lot of fun. That'll keep you busy, though. Yeah, but it's it's nothing I'm not used to. Uh, I've done double duty a few times. It is very busy when you got to uh, do a lot of work on one of the cars yourself as a driver. Um, but just driving the cars, I mean, you know, every kid wants to be a race car driver growing up, and I get to live that life. And, uh, you know, it's just something you got to do. It's 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 fun as hell driving these things, but uh, one of the greatest feelings in the world is getting a call from somebody to uh, drive their equipment. So uh, hopefully you'll see me in a few different cars within the next few weeks. I've got a a few different calls within the past three weeks, and it's uh, it's pumping me up pretty good. Well, you know what, Lane, you've earned it. I don't know who those calls are from, but I can tell you right now, and I can tell whoever it is calling you, you have earned your way to it. And uh, you, you can guarantee two things. One, 100% effort, 110% effort, and 
uh, the, the, the car's either going to come back with a, uh, with a trophy or a steering wheel, right? One or the other. Here we go. Well, one or the other. And, uh, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a wild time to be a race car driver. It's, it's so fun driving all these different tracks for all these different guys and hopefully we can get it done. Well, I know you can. Lane, we got to thank you for your time tonight on Race Time Radio. Congratulations on that quick, quick fire starter uh, super stock victory over at Sunset. Uh, continued success, man. Good luck at Velocity and uh, good luck down there at Delaware. That's going to be uh, a hell of a finish. Fans don't want to miss it. I appreciate it, Joe, and I look forward to talking to you soon, man. You want to believe it. That is Lane Zardo, the Z. Uh, he's dynamite kid, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know what I mean. If, if you've seen him behind the wheel of that uh, that 36 car or his pro late model, watch out. Uh, Lane Zardo can get it done, uh, and he's going he's gonna to be a threat to win. Always is at Sunset Speedway. Uh, he uh, doesn't seem to matter what track those guys go on. Uh, that that is a very competitive ride, and uh, it's going to be a couple things I want to remind you of here. Uh, quick, quick fire starters got a contest going right now. Name the caveman. It's a lot of fun, man. I've been having a blast with it. Uh, had a bunch of fun with it last night when a caution would fly. I'd uh, go on to the quick, quick fire starter. Uh, name the caveman, and I'd throw another goofy name at it. And uh, I've got a bunch of them out there now. Uh, just if you want a really good opportunity to to win some cool prizes, get to Quick Quick Fire Starters. Uh, you can reach them on Facebook or on Twitter, uh, their website. Name the caveman. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Get in there. They're, they are still doing another entry. Uh, I believe there's another called entry on Friday. Uh, and then the grand prize is going to be given away Monday. So uh, get in. Enter as many times as you like. Uh, name that caveman. Don't name him Joe. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Name him Joe. But you got to say why it's Joe. Uh, anyway, get out there and name that caveman. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, Frank Wall and, uh, you know, Dave and everybody at Quick Wreck doing such a good job supporting racing coast to coast. Uh, right from the uh, from the major leagues, if you will, the NASCAR Penny Series right through to the mini stocks and junior lay models and all points in between. Uh, just just a dynamite job and a, you know, a very cool supporter of Race Time Radio as well. Uh, we are going to hit a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to grab Jake Sheridan. He went to Victory Lane on Friday night at Delaware Speedway in his late model, the white number 52. Uh, there is a distinction between. He's got two of them. Uh, this was the white car. Uh, he had a tour in two pieces a couple of weeks ago. I thought, man, I'll tell you what, Jake's going to have a real struggle. When they put these cars back together, not always do they go back together real well, and not always do they go back to where they were before they got tore into two. Uh, but Jake Sheridan, uh, we'll ask him about it. Those guys definitely went to work on that car. They got it back together. And he had a rocket ship underneath him on Friday night. He went to Victory Lane. And uh, we're going to catch up with him tonight on Race Time, actually right on the other side of the break. We're also going to try and get Andrew Ranger on here. Uh, Andrew went to Victory Lane today at Flamborough Speedway. Of course, it was set up to be twin 125. So it was the Motomaster 125 first. Andrew Ranger wins it. 
Uh, first win for Rick Ware Racing in Canada in the number 51 car. Andrew Ranger did it. Uh, then the rains come down. The quick, quick 125 is rained out. It, it was rained out. So um, I, I do believe they're going to make that race up. We'll get the details and all of that. Uh, hopefully on the other side, maybe Andrew will have some information. And we're going to try and catch up with Junior at some point before the end of the show and try and get an all-round uh, update on how everything went. Of course, he had a busy weekend. He was at Delaware Friday night, spotting for uh, Rick Verburn. Ended up Ricky getting no, a win in his heat, a seventh overall in the feature. Then uh, Junior off to Sunset Speedway last night, spotted for the 33 of Roy Wilkie. Uh, didn't go so well for Royven. Uh, ended up wrecking the car. And uh, then he was spotting for Josh Stoddy, led 78 laps before disaster broke out for that race team. And then he got up like a bunny this morning and off to Flamborough Speedway for the NASCAR Pinty Series, gets the win with Andrew Ranger, and uh, we'll try and catch up with Junior before the end of the show. But we'll hit this break when we come back. Jake Sheridan going to join this show. Stay with us. Race fans, Donald Chisholm from Riverside Speedway in Nova Scotia, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Rev TV Canada, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, and by GetRackHunter.com. Mad Dog Sports Radio is opinionated, passionate sports talk with a bite from the hijinks of the morning man. I bet your parents do too. They go big bowl shopping. Hey, so I got 50 jars of dump sauce. You gotta eat dump sauce. But I got a good deal. To the inside of Adam Shine. Bill Belichick is the best coach in the history of sports. Not NFL. Sports. And the animated energy <laughs> of the Mad Dog himself, Mad Dog. Christopher Russo. It's the channel to talk about your favorite sports team. Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82, or anytime on the Sirius XM app. All North Racing, only on Rev TV. Contact your TV provider now on free preview. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigadish, Nova Scotia. Also by APX Racewear and Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Fox News Headlines 24-7 is on Sirius X7. With headlines every 15 I'm Kevin Brincon. I'm Therese Crowley. I'm Jim McKay. A channel that delivers your world news, business, what's trending in digital, entertainment, and sports. Your news in a way you've never heard before with headlines every 15 minutes. Fox News Headlines 24-7. All the information you need. Ready when you are. From America's News Headquarters. Sirius XM Channel 115. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167.
And we are back with you live tonight on Race Time Radio. So glad you could tune in tonight, everybody. I'm Joe Chisholm right here in the Race Time Radio studio. Uh, and Sue doing a great job lining us up with all of our guests tonight. As long as I push the right buttons, everybody seems to come up smelling like a rose. But uh, I'll t- speak, speaking of guys that uh, have been working awful hard and hitting victory lane and earning their way to the top, uh, our next guest has done precisely that. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, he had number 52 uh, that was pretty well in two pieces, or maybe multiple pieces, but it looked like two pieces to me, uh, and he got it all back together. He hit Delaware Speedway on Friday night, and not only did he show up to go out there and see how the car would do, uh, he showed up with a vision. He wanted to go to victory lane, and he wasn't going to settle for second, And uh, the number 52 of Jake Sheridan did precisely that. He went out, and man, did he ignite that 52. Uh, It was the white car, and I'll tell you what, it was white hot. Let's welcome him to the show, the number 52, Jake Sheridan. What's going on tonight there, Jake? How are you? Hey, boys, not too much. How are you guys doing? Fantastic, man. I'll tell you what, uh, I watched the show on Rogers Friday night from Delaware, uh, first of all, I got to say those guys do a bang up job. I'll tell you on that broadcast, uh, Chris and Joel, the two guys do a fantastic job. They did, they did you guys real well. You know that. Yeah, no doubt. They definitely bring a lot of excitement to the, to the night, to the program. I think, uh, we've seen a pretty steady increase just in views and stuff on that deal all, all year long. So I think they do a great thing for the, for the, for the local short tracks there. And I think a lot of people appreciate being able to watch from home for sure. Yeah, it was dynamite stuff. Now, uh, Jake, a couple of weeks ago wasn't so good for you at Delaware Speedway. That number 52 car got tore up pretty good. Uh, how, how extensive was the damage? Was it cosmetic or was it, in fact, structural damage that you guys had to deal with? No, it was pretty bad. It's a, it's a tough deal going for the win there. It's had a, had a, had a little handicap deals there, Joe, in the local Friday night stuff. It's just, it adds a lot of excitement for sure. We were just coming to the front there with a couple of laps to go and had a couple of, had a couple of lesser experienced guys from lap cars getting get together in front of us and just didn't work out that good. We got collected in there entering turn one. So it was pretty, got on the wall pretty good and ended up being a front clip and pushed the motor back a few inches and a little bit of center section. So. She was a lot of work, but uh, I got to give it to the call boys there. We all kind of chipped in there. And between getting two cars ready to go to an APC car and getting that car fixed back up, everybody did a great job, great effort, and uh, ended up uh, working out pretty good for us when we came back. I've never I've never wrecked one and have it come out of the McCall shop and have it be worse. So uh, they did a great job, and uh, it's just cool to be able to get back out there and, and show up in, a, in the style we did. And, man, when it happens at Delaware Speedway on that half-mile racetrack, it happens, and it usually happens really hard. Was it a hard impact for you yourself, Jake, uh, or did the car absorb most of it? No, it was a, it was, it was a pretty hard impact. It was a, it was a little bit of an older car that we used in there, and well, maybe it was a little more small, but it was a pretty hard hit, and uh, she did some damage, bent the steering wheel a little bit, too, so it was a pretty good con, pretty good impact, but uh, thankfully those guys and all Cars to build safe race cars and walk away from it, no problem. And started working on the next day, so that's all I can ask for, I guess. Pretty thankful, but that's uh, just part of the deal. And any race car driver will just brush that off and say it's just part of what we do. <laughs> exactly, and that's precisely what you guys did after you know burning the midnight oil, if you will, uh, getting that 52 car ready to go. You come up on Friday night, uh, this past Friday night, uh, you roll into Delaware Speedway. Uh, the the car looked fantastic right from the get-go, 
Uh, what I noticed, though, Jake, and I'm I'm sorry, but I'm used to seeing you in the uh, in, in the dark car, and uh, I, I'm going 52 white. What what I I I couldn't figure it out. I thought, okay, that's the body they threw on it. Uh, I thought it was. Uh, one car it was one car in the same. You've got a Friday night car. You've got an APC car. I've got that part figured out now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, we did put a little good uh, deal there together last minute with McCall Boys, actually, to, to run that program at Delaware. A couple of new sponsors, LED2 and Demi-Aggregates, came on uh, last minute there to start this season, and they're local uh, right around our area there, Delaware. So put a little deal together. We ended up running one of the, one of Mike's cars for that race for those races at Delaware. So that's kind of where that came along and it had a white body and pretty cool actually little story just kind of was, was had it running good there all year long and some people kind of started posting about it and stuff and I kind of got, got, got called the Butch Miller car and tell people put some side-by-side pictures up of that and it, just, uh, it looks pretty cool. It's pretty pretty close comparison. So just kind of a cool little uh, cool little deal that wasn't planned but it worked out pretty awesome and uh, a lot of people seem to love it. So cool to see you actually get some attention. Well, I loved watching it Friday night, I can tell you that. Uh, Ricky Verburn looked like he was going to set the world on fire early in that race. Uh, of course, young driver, just getting his feet wet, so to speak, in the late model class. Uh, did a good job, though. He ended up winning a heat race and, uh, you know, moves on to the feature. Uh, looked like he was coming along pretty good. You got to the outside and you set sail. Zoom, away you went. And uh, you didn't look back, Jake. Man, you you were on rails. That that car was trucking, and it probably helped that what there was only one caution, I believe, uh, if I remember correctly, only one caution, and then you guys went green the rest of the way. Yeah, you got that right there, Joe. It was uh, it was good. No, it was great to see uh, great to see Ricky come back out there. Actually, I like Ricky. Those are all good guys there. Good to see him come back out and uh, get a good get a good win. And yeah, he had a great lead going there. It sucks. It, unfortunately, we had to extinguish that, but. Uh, it's all good. I mean, uh, we were going there for the points. We actually got, we got ourselves back into the point situation there after that wreck. We feel pretty good after that win. So, uh, how do you about that? But yeah, like I say, I don't know. I've never, uh, anytime I got a car back from a call, it's always been faster. So it's, uh, they did a great job in there. And, uh, it was, uh, nice to get up front or kind of early actually just kind of worked out for us with the lane we got into after that first caution. And, uh, once we got up front, got aggressive, got to the lead and we got to kind of, we were able to just set sail and, and cruise up there for the last little bit. So that was, uh, was a nice nice way to come back to. I guess sometimes sometimes you say that you deserve that after getting taken out two weeks before. It's kinda of how it works out sometimes. I don't I don't always uh, agree with what the racing gods give you, but that one that one was nice. We'll take that, move on and see if we can make it even a little bit better for championship night you can't uh, and uh, see if we can maybe come out with the championship overall. Oh now that would be cool. That would be uh, a goal achieved, I guess you would say. Now was uh, was Dad Ron? Was he at the race on Friday night, or was he at the dirt track? Oh, he wouldn't have been at the dirt track because uh, Nick wouldn't be running right. This weekend's not even racing. No, Nick's been really really busy all year long with uh, the touring division there, the Oxford Tour, and they're doing a lot of race here right at the end of the season. Dad's been with him all year long, so we've been. Uh, been a little short staffed at the late model races, but uh, we had a couple of guys actually on vacation this week, and uh, Dad, Dad did end up coming with us to the late model race on Friday there at Delaware, so it was good to get to come victory, join us for in victory lane for once this year, and uh, it was just a, just a good effort. And him and I was kind of kind of went back to how we used to do it five, six years ago there with some super stocks and stuff, and just starting starting the late model, just kind of him and I went to work and. Obviously, with the help of uh, of the McCall boys, and just uh, really appreciate it. Just 
it's just a kind of a cool deal to be able to go back and do him and I kind of fun and uh, a little more laid back than what we normally used to. So it was a lot of fun. I'm glad he got to be there for that. Yeah, and nice. I know the last time, well, your APC win, uh, dear old dad wasn't able to be there at that one. Uh, he was away at the races, able to catch it on uh, on G-Force, but still not the same as being right there, being able to give you uh, one of those headlock hugs that he loves to do and uh, kind of cool. So you got championship weekend. Uh, is that what you got left? You got one APC race to do. You got one uh, Delaware race to do. Or what's the plan for you uh, from yep. here forward? Yep, that's right. She's getting down right down to the nitty gritty here, Joe. We got uh, championship night for Delaware uh, late models this Friday, this coming Friday. And uh, after that, we got the APC championship night. So uh, just looking for a win there in the APC race. Kind of had some DNFs this year. There were some some broke stuff, not quite in the championship hunt there for this year, but uh, let's see, maybe we just, we're good at Delaware, it's been a lot of time there, so it's kind of nice to have the next two races at that track, and uh, maybe we can't get her done for at least one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be uh, that would be the goal, and I know you, Jake, uh, usually when you put your mind to do something, uh, you, you usually buckle down and, and get her done. Uh, it's going to be awesome to see you guys on the track. Could be a busy weekend at Delaware, right? No doubt, it was awesome. It's uh, really cool to see the the excitement, all the action back in Delaware. I know they had that year off there last year, and I think we're going to damper on things a bit. But I think people are really starting to get excited to come back there. I just I love that racetrack. I always have, and uh, it's kind of been a big part of my my career where I started it. So it's just uh, cool to see people coming back around there, and hope it does great things. I mean, the, the the management this year has been awesome. I mean, all the Luke and all the ATC boys there that have taken that track over for this year, and and uh, JRS, Jaden, Johnny R is kind of looking after some of the. Like, uh, groundskeeping and stuff too they've all done a really really great job and just uh exciting to see all the people all the interest and uh the stands have been packed well every single week so it's just really really cool to see all the people coming back out and, and enjoying that speedway and i'm just happy to be a part of it again back and it's uh coming back into its prime i feel like again so just hopefully they can keep that ball rolling here and if we get a couple of other solid nights and i think it's apc series they, they do a lot of great things from these short tracks later where, where they come around bring a lot of fans and a lot of excitement so Hopefully we're seeing a big rise back in the popularity here, and we can we can get this place back moving like it, like it used to. Well, everything is cyclical, and uh, y- y- the racing game uh, is no exception, man. Uh, it's cyclical, and I agree with you. I think we're uh, about to hit a brand-new high, uh, and it'll be kind of cool. Hey, uh, much continued success here, Jake. I look forward to we got a spot on this program next weekend, right? we got the Friday night guy covered off, uh, especially with the championship. And uh, you can bet we're going to have that APC winner and champion on as well. Uh, just much continued success. Get out there. You got your work cut out for you, both on Friday night and on Saturday night. Uh, it's going to be something that fans uh, are going to pay good money to go see, but they're going to get their money's worth. I can guarantee it. That's right. I assure you that too, Joe. So I you know I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And I appreciate you guys having me on here. Having me on with the big boys. Got to come on with the big APC winner and Superstock winner from last night. So it's cool. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, hopefully we get to talk to you after next week again. You betcha. Do me a favor. Say hi to the old boy. And uh, we look forward to catching up with you again, Jake. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Jake Sheridan, driver of the 52. You can catch him in APC's 52 in that class. Uh, he's also 52 at Delaware Speedway. Uh, Going to go after a championship. Uh, the 51 uh, Robley, he's going to be a tough competitor to beat. Uh, there's so many good cars. Uh, Lloyd Rawlings going to be out there in that 69 car. Uh, who else is out there? Oh, Matt Pertigo's, uh, Con- uh Connor, Connor Pertigo, I think, 
Oh, so many good names uh, at Delaware Speedway. Uh, and then, of course, the APC finale. <laughs> what can you say about that? Good luck picking the winner there. Uh, it's going to be off the hook. Uh, we're going to take another quick break. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, um, uh, I'm not very good at talking and reading at the same time. Uh, looking at my phone, I believe Junior's got us hooked up with Andrew Ranger. We're going to try, Andrew, on the other side of this break, hopefully get you today's NASCAR Pindy Series winner, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll continue on from there. i still got more for you, uh, but stay with us. We will be back live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Bonjour, ici Andrew Ranger, coureur de la voiture 27. Vous écoutez Race Time Radio. I'm Andrew Ranger, you're listening Race Time Radio. Get your race fix anytime online. www.racetimeradio.com Also available on Facebook. Just search Racetime Radio. And as always, you can drop us an email. Info at racetimeradio.com Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination, is now on free previews all July. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home. From two wheels to four and so much more, Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Canadians will camp like never before this season. Family time will be spent outside, around the campfire. Be prepared for all the elements. Be sure to pack quick, quick fire starters. No need to haul paper or kindling. Just pop a quick, quick fire starter into the pit. Add your wood and presto. You're a professional camper. Let the stories begin. Quick, quick fire starters. Making social distancing bonfires fun. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indiganish, Nova Scotia. Also by APX Racewear and Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Broadcasting live from the track. We're here to get trophies. Never give up, baby. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90 is your home for all things NASCAR. The yellow lights come on. Oh. Everything's happening so fast. Every race. Hard contact into the safer barrier. Exclusive interviews. This is more than just a job. We don't get caught up in being famous. The only broadcasting outlet in the world. Delivering NASCAR 24-7, 365. Thank you, you are the man. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels. The worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Whether it be radio or racing, 
Side-by-side is no problem for these guys. Let the fireworks begin. We're back to the two Joes. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Uh, there ain't two Joes tonight. No, no, just the one Joe. The old Joe is sitting here in the studio. Uh, the other Joe has got his butt in that Dodge Ram, firing his way back up Highway 6 after uh, a rain-shortened event at Flamborough Speedway today for the NASCAR Pinty Series. But they did get one of the two twin races in today. The uh, Motomaster 125 did go trackside, did go green, and did declare a winner uh, after 125 laps. At the end, the number 51 for Rick Rick Ware Racing uh, is Andrew Ranger, and he joins us on the hotline. What's going on, Andrew? Way to go, buddy. Hey, Joe. Thank you to have uh, me tonight <laughs> hey buddy uh you went out and won a uh a race today good for you at flamborough speedway how did you like that it's uh really a technical track it's not a easy track uh it was tough in the beginning first time for myself to be here uh you know we did a lot of lap and practice just to make uh make sure that uh, i understand that uh, that uh, that course and uh we did really well, actually. I'm so happy because we finished here with a, a really nice win. You know, Andrew, I was uh, back here. I, of course, I couldn't go anywhere today. I had to be here to do the show tonight in the Race Time Radio studio. I kind of wanted to join you guys down there at Flamborough. Uh, love that speedway, and I love watching the NASCAR Penny Series. I thought, man, it'd be my opportunity to see both at the same time, uh, but it didn't work <laughs> out for me. Instead, I watched uh, I watched the clips on Twitter today. Uh, I seen the NASCAR Penny Series would post a clip and post another clip. And so I seen you guys were underway. I could see the race developing. I looked and I see, hey, there's the purple 51 Rick Ware car out front. I thought, oh, good for you guys. You know, Andrew must be doing well. Then I see (laughs) caution come out. I believe it was 17 laps to go. And I look and they're sort of filming uh, the, the restart, if you will. I see you in the lead, and I see the 17 Castrol Edge Dodge right on your back bumper. I thought, uh-oh, he's got, <laughs> he's got DJ on his back bumper. We know DJ is hungry for a win. I thought, Andrew, you better go. And uh, lo and behold, I see the end, and it's you holding the, uh, the checkered flag. I thought, okay, well, he couldn't get to him because Andrew ended up winning the race. He had a fast 51. <laughs> Exactly. You know, on the restart uh, with 17 laps to go uh, here at Flarborough, you know, the track is very, very tight. And uh, I said, I need to have a great restart and uh, make sure that I don't make uh, too much wheel spin. And Deidre was pretty fast, too. He was right on my, bu- my bumper all race long. And uh, the timing were really, really close. And I tried to, to make sure that I don't make uh, any mistake for that race. And uh, at the end, with two to go, one to go, I was so happy. I am so happy to put the first Rick Ware Racing win in the NASCAR Series. So this, to me, it's, a, it's very big. 
Well, and it is. And congratulations on doing that, Andrew. You are a guy that likes to do things uh, for the first time. Uh, yep. and, and you do it. You do it quite well, I might add. Uh, we, we, uh, Flamborough Speedway. Yeah, Andrew, you've been to a lot of different racetracks in North America, both on this side of the border and down south. Does Flamborough Speedway sort of uh, remind you of any other track that you've been on from an oval side? Uh, to me, it's maybe weird to say, but Santa Sash, you know, it's, uh, Santa Sash was, uh, you know, the, uh, old, uh, old track and old asphalt, uh, not a lot of grip, need to save uh, the tire for the end, make sure you don't make a lot of wheel spin, uh, find the traction, and, uh, it was a little bit like that. I know it's not the same oval, but, uh, you know, it's not brand new here, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been for many, many years, and, uh, but actually, it was fun to be here. It's another type of track, uh, very technical, and nobody need, can make a mistake here. So this is a big challenge for a driver. Oh, yeah. You make a mistake there. It can be big. It can be costly. Uh, yeah. And that, that wall sneaks up on you, right? Coming out of turn yeah. two, the wall is like right there. Exactly. And uh, what I like about the oval, you know, it's, they are different uh, oval after oval. You know, it's not the same one. So it's... Uh, it makes for a driver very, very uh, d- difficult and very challenging, and this is what I like about it. So, Andrew, this is good news, really. A brand-new team for you this year, the number 51. Uh, it sounds like things are gelling quite well with the team. Uh, what's your overall? Give it a report card from the beginning of the year now. You've only got really one big weekend left to go. Uh, give it a yep. report card. How do you like the new team? Well, it's fun. Seriously, uh, I was nervous in the beginning to see everybody there. And uh, 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 in the first race, we finished second. We we have so much bad luck this year with the brake problem, with the mechanical uh, stuff that uh, for us had never happened before. And uh, <laughs> uh, to to be disqualified at, at Penelope at Mossport, uh, because uh, we have a, a, an engine problem there, so we lost a ton of points. But uh, with the big win today, uh, it, puts up, it put us third in the championship. So this is unbelievable. You know, this is great. Uh, I want to give uh, their first win for Rick Ware Racing. It's what I did. My first, uh, my first win for my crew chief, too, Rick. Uh, I'm so proud of that. You know, it's, uh, those guys work so hard. Uh, we show that we are fast weekend after weekend, and uh, next race it's uh, Delaware and uh, London. So it's uh, uh, it's got to be three races, I think, or two, whatever. I don't know what they will decide to do, but it's got to be a big weekend for for everybody there. Oh, it's going to be dynamite, uh, Andrew. Uh, just outside Pinty's here for a moment. You've had good success out in Canada's West Coast as well. That I'd like to touch on out in BC in that RS1 tour. Uh, things have been going along pretty good for you out there. You got some wins out there too. Yeah, we have some wins. You know, this is awesome. For uh, uh, first time that they have a big series there, they race in Area 27 on the road course. After this in Peckington, they have a small oval, and we won the both sides. So it's uh, we are leading the championship this weekend's coming. It's uh, the last race of the season there, so we we fight to win the championship there. So. Uh, I think we are in a pretty good shape. We want to do it our best, and uh, 
Uh, I hope that I can do uh, do well there. I will do everything. <laughs> oh man, exciting! You never have really what's called a slow race season, do you? You always like packing them all in there so that you're busy, busy. Yes, and to this year with uh, the COVID situation, all the schedule change, and uh, it worked pretty good for us. Seriously, I can ask better than that because uh, I can work, race every weekend with the different uh, series, and everything works pretty well. So. I am very, very lucky about it and uh, just uh, want to do my best for the end of the season. So this is my goal. Well, it's going to be dynamite, Andrew. Uh, Delaware Speedway, you have had success uh, at Delaware Speedway. You've been to that track before. You know what to expect there. What should fans expect to see the 51 do at Delaware Speedway? Are you excited (laughs) about going in there? Uh, I am, seriously. It's a long track, fast track. Uh, if I remember, it was bumping corner number one and two. Uh, very challenging. I think a lot of drivers will be very, very close on the timing. So, uh, I don't know. It's got to be a big challenge for, for us because uh, I heard that they want to do a third race there. So, uh, on one on Friday and two on uh, Sunday or Saturday. So, Sunday, sorry. Uh, so, I don't know what it's got to be. We need to look at the news this week to see... Uh, all NASCAR will work on it, but uh, uh, I think we have a really good oval program, so our goal is uh, go for the win. We have nothing to lose. Ah, absolutely. Uh, you'll just have to ask Rick to send you another couple of cars. If you're gonna, if they're going to keep adding races, you can't do it all with one car run like a thousand laps. <laughs> uh, Rick tried me to race in the APC race on Saturday, but... Uh, I think with the old our schedule on the Binti series, it's, it's got to be enough for us. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be dynamite. Now, uh, will we? Can we expect Andrew maybe later in the year? Maybe this is premature. I don't know. Uh, but can we expect maybe later in the year to see you uh, if the border opens up? Can we see you down in NASCAR? Uh, maybe driving some stuff down there. Uh, we have some talk with Rick Ware. Uh, nothing is over yet. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm not the boss. Uh, I just do my job. Uh, I know on the NASCAR Penty Series program, we were pretty busy this year. Uh, we have some possibility, funnibility on, uh, in October for the end of the season. But at the same time, you know, it's, uh, it's our championship. I don't want to screw up everything. But if I have a great opportunity or a great car, I will definitely say yes. You know, it's uh, those chances that I can miss. And uh, uh, Rick have a pretty good car, too, on the uh, Infinity Series. And uh, it may be a, a ride cup, a cup ride. So I will try my best to have that. And uh, right now I'm very happy just to be part of the, that team. Well, it's going to be dynamite. I'll tell you what, this final race of the season is going to come right down to it. Uh, and to see you with a victory at Flamborough Speedway, uh, it's a day of firsts, and uh, Andrew, congratulations on all your accomplishments so far in 2021. I got a sneaky suspicion this isn't the end of uh, the success. I think you still got a little bit more in the tank. Hey, thank you very much. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's great. I love this series. I know I can do well, win some race, and be fast every weekend, and I enjoy it. You know, it's great to... To be here in Flyborough to win a, a, a really nice race, to have a great crew like that, great crew chief, great car owners. So it's uh, more than a pleasure to, to be there with them and with the 51 car team. Well, Andrew, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. Uh, you have a good safe trip home. 
Get ready, Delaware Speedway. Uh, and uh, we'll be watching you out on that West Coast, too. I can imagine it's going to come up on Rev TV Canada. So, uh, fans, you want to set your DVR for that or catch it on uh, Rev TV Canada. Andrew, thanks so much for the time, buddy. Hi, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to talking to you. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Andrew Ranger, driver of the 51. How about it? Gets his first win for Rick Ware Racing. Uh, how big is that, right? Uh, you, when you get a car and you put it into a series, especially as competitive as the NASCAR Penny Series, uh, you, you want to make sure that you got a driver behind the wheel that you can at least count on to bring the equipment home uh, and to really give you an opportunity and a shot to go out and win. Brand new team put together, and in year number one, they have success. They win a race. Uh, says a lot about the team. Says a lot about the driver. Uh, and how cool is that, that Andrew Ranger was able to get it done today uh, at Flamborough Speedway. Now, uh, the Quick Quick 125, we don't know what's going to happen with that yet. Uh, what you're going to have to do is keep your eye on the NASCAR Penny Series. I know they will have announcements surrounding what they will do with that race that got rained out today. Um, that They will make it up. I'm pretty sure they're going to make it up uh, throughout the course, uh, and they haven't got a lot of time to get it all made up. It's been a pressure-packed year all the way around uh, for for teams, for tracks, for series, for all of it. Um, and it's just kind of cool now that you're able to see the fan base get out there and in uh, in decent numbers that fans can actually get out and enjoy some racing. Uh, we haven't got a lot of races left that we're able to go see. I can well imagine we got Autumn Colors Classic Weekend coming up. Uh, Frostoberfest is coming up at Flamborough Speedway. Uh, Velocity over at Sunset. Championship Weekend at Delaware Speedway. Um, and that's just to mention the asphalt stuff. Of course, Dirt will be having all their big specials to end it. Uh, and then the stuff out on the West Coast of Canada, out on the East Coast of Canada. It's going to be October the 2nd where we're going to see the Pro Stock Tour and their season at Scotia Speed World. Uh, and I know uh, texting back and forth with the guys from uh, Eastbound International Speedway, they got two big races left to go out on the rock to settle the season. Uh, so if you're out in Newfoundland, you want to check out Eastbound International Speedway, you don't want to miss it. Um, uh, those guys are going to get her done. And uh, the racing there is second to none. Uh, I want to remind you, too, uh, the All North program on Rev TV Canada, um, it, it, just last weekend, uh, Race Time Radio has been preempted for two weeks. Uh, luckily, actually, luckily, last Sunday night we were preempted. Uh, we were at Sobel Speedway, and uh, it, Rev TV Canada came in to do the Boss of the Beach. Uh, it was a big program, actually, that Joe Jr. was very instrumental in setting up uh, for the ownership group at Sobel Speedway. It turned into a huge success. We had cars come from everywhere uh, to, to be part of the United States. The combined fours, we had the can images in there. Uh, we had the legend cars in, junior late models on Saturday night. Um, and Rev TV Canada was there. Uh, pedal Power, 51. Uh, if you've never seen Ingrid's stuff, uh, a Pedal Power, you got to check her out. Uh, you can go to YouTube. 
and just type in pedal power. And it's petal, uh, not as in um, uh, Sue. What is it? Uh, like a, a flower petal, right? <laughs> that that's the way you do it, petal. Uh, but you got to check it out. Uh, Ingrid was there, and she shot footage. Rick was there. Uh, he got footage from Rev TV Canada, and it's going to appear. Uh, the boss of the beach is going to appear on the All North programming. I believe it comes up. I haven't got it right in front of me. September 20th is what I want to say. Uh, also coming up, uh, that Canada 200 that would, that ran out in BC on the Labor Day weekend, uh, that race was won by the 16. Rory Smith ended up winning that race. Now, I had Rory. I wanted Rory lined up, and he was going to come on the show tonight. We we're going to talk about the Canada 200 win. Unfortunately, they got rain out there last night. So the race that they had laid out to run last night went today, and they're actually doing the race right now. So Rory is in that race. Uh, it's a 150. Um, so we will hear from the Canada 200 winner. We'll hear next week from that Canada 200 winner. Uh, Rory will join us. I'm also going to try and get a hold of Brandon as well. Uh, Brandon Carlson ended up finishing the race up second. And uh, he was, uh, well, okay, what are you saying? Oh, Saratoga, Saratoga fourth spot. Uh, Brandon Carlson won today, the 150 today. So uh, good for those guys. Got to have a quick sip. There, oh, man, I'm drying out. Used to having Junior sitting beside me here, right? So the two of us uh, get after it, uh, flying solo in the studio. Uh, you got to plan your steps. You got to plan your steps out pretty good. Uh, to try and get a drink and stuff. But uh, you want to keep an eye on Rev TV Canada for the All North programming. Uh, RS1 Tour, there is a race coming up, I believe, coming up Monday night. Um, tomorrow night. I do believe it will be on there. Uh, we've also got a uh, a truck race coming from Alberta that's coming up on All North. And the Boss of the Beach will come up towards the end of September, get to Rev TV Canada, and uh, you, you can check out all the times for listings and stuff. If you haven't got Rev TV Canada yet uh, on as part of your television lineup, uh, you, you want to do that. Uh, I'll tell you, it, anybody that listens to the show here knows that I've got Rogers here at, uh, at my house, and uh, Rogers does not offer Rev TV Canada. Uh, it's something that has been a huge bone of contention for me personally because I want Rev TV Canada. Um, I'm a motorsports guy. I want that programming and uh, Rogers TV. I can't get it. So hopefully one day the light bulb will go on at Rogers and they actually listen to the customer and allow you to uh, purchase what you want on your television. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to get – my Shaw Direct Television satellite dish, and I'm going to put it back up now that I've moved into uh, a new place. I'm going to put that Shaw Direct Television satellite back in for one reason, and that's for Rev TV Canada. Um, that's probably not good news if you're Rogers, because after I hook that baby back up, I don't know how much I'm going to need Rogers anymore. And the only reason why I would even consider leaving Rogers is because it can't buy the television programming that I want to buy. Isn't that dumb? You would think you would be able to go somewhere. Give Joe a shout. 
Uh, you, you think you'd – it doesn't matter what you go to purchase these days. Uh, if you can't buy it at one place, you go to another place to buy it, right? Um, I'd really like to buy it through Rogers. I love a lot of their service, but uh, their television stuff, uh, when it comes time for me wanting Rev TV Canada and I can't get it, uh, it drives me right around the bend. And I'm not going to carry and pay for two television services. So I won't be paying for Rogers and I won't be paying for Shaw Direct. Um, I'm going to have one or the other. So as it turns out right now, uh, it's kind of looking like I am going to be having Shaw Direct. And uh, Rogers is going to be getting a call here soon uh, saying that I won't no longer need their television part, uh, which is too bad. But that's the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, there is some dynamite programming on Rev TV Canada. And uh, it, I'm looking at the whole offseason here. There is a lot of stuff, a lot of rears of races. There is a lot of first-time races, a lot of first-time airing, uh, and a lot of live stuff. And I know uh, Mike Garrow and the whole team at Rev TV Canada is working exponentially hard to get Canadians more Canadian programming. Uh, if you're a, a fan at a short track uh, here in Canada and you shoot video clips and stuff, take a look at that All North program. Take a look at it. There is a spot that you can do submissions in amongst Rev TV Canada where you can get, uh, how about a feature? How about a feature? They're, they're going to do a feature on uh, different short tracks from across Canada. Uh, you can't get much better than what these guys are offering. Uh, if it sounds like I'm excited, it's because I genuinely am. Uh, it's about the sport. It's about the sport and more eyeballs being turned onto it. Uh, and uh, just hats off to Rev TV Canada. That's why I want it. Uh, they're part of the sport, uh, a vital part, and they're actually going to shed some light on short track racing here in Canada. And that's what we're all about, is about short track racing. And uh, it's uh, just kind of cool stuff. Um, what else we got coming up? We got Delaware Speedway, uh, the big finale coming up there. Of course, I mentioned it, uh, uh, Velocity Speedway. Uh, I do believe Autumn Colors Classic Weekend is going to be back in play at Peterborough Speedway, but you're going to have to check. I don't know for sure whether that is, uh, but check with uh, JP and Peterborough Speedway. Uh, that's historically always been a dynamite event. Mike Schmidt, London Wreck. Uh, will definitely be uh, uh, doing his thing at Flamborough Speedway, Frosttoberfest. If you haven't seen that event, uh, trust me when I say you want to check that out too. Uh, if you're down near the Hamilton area, um, it, it, you want to check it out. Uh, Frosttoberfest, when it comes up, dynamite. Uh, great payouts. Mike always puts, uh, and he pulls a bunch of partners together, uh, and he gets prize pools put together. The trophies alone for Frosttoberfest, Mike commissions uh, a, a guy all the way up in Inuvit, uh, and to, uh the, the actual trophies are made of soapstone. They're hand-carved. Uh, they're beautiful. Igloos. Uh, Hop is the guy's name that puts those together. Uh, if you haven't seen them, check them out. Uh, they're, they're, uh, they're work of art. And Mike does that every year and has for, I don't know how many years now, but quite a few. 
Uh, and it's just, you know, some of those extra special things that take place in our sport. And uh, Mike, Mike Schmidt, London Recreational, Flamborough Speedway, and Frostoberfest. Check those out. Uh, you, you'll be amazed. Oh, i got to remember, too, uh, to congratulate Robbie Thompson. Robbie Thompson is now out on the east coast of Canada, has been for a number of years now. Um, he got his rear end back into a race car out there and won. He did it in a legend car. Uh, his little quick, quick fire starter legend, uh, Robbie Thompson, goes to victory lane. Uh, he would have been a lot of fun. We should have got him on the show tonight. We will. I'll get him on the show uh, next week or maybe in a couple of weeks. We're going to have a lot of action happening here with championships and stuff all taking place. But uh, uh, we will get a hold of Robbie Thompson one of these nights soon. And uh, he, always a colorful guy. Great guy to have an interview with. He's been a good friend for a lot of years. Uh, we'll, we'll shake him out. Uh, also want to congratulate, congratulate Gary Elliott. Uh, he is the Iron Man here. Uh, Gary, how about 800 starts now? He's out there in the Maritimes. He's running the Pro Stock Tour. Uh, he's, his record from here in Ontario has continued on. And Gary is posting numbers that are just insane when it comes time uh, for competitors across Ontario. Uh, he, he is just... Uh, uh, <laughs> The numbers are quite simply amazing. Uh, Gary Elliott, no spring chicken anymore. But trust me when I say he can still get the job done. And uh, he, he's just doing an amazing job. Here is his actual statistics here. This Saturday uh, will be my 13th, 1300th. How about that? 1300th night and 857 consecutive starts. Isn't that ridiculous? That's Gary Elliott, the Iron Man, the Quaker State guy. Yeah, that's him. Uh, Gary, still getting it done out on Canada's East Coast. So uh, if you're out in New Brunswick, don't forget uh, the Mike Stevens Memorial going to take place at Petty International Raceway. Um, You've got so many events. But listen, you've got to get to your local short track. Uh, time is running out. Summer is winding down. Uh, and we're going to have fall specials left, and that's going to be about it. Uh, so you got to get out to that short track and uh, and get that done. Another thing you got to do, and final reminder for you tonight on Race Time Radio: get two quick, quick fire starters, and name name the caveman. You can enter that contest with some dynamite giveaways. Uh, get in there and name them. I I got another name right now. I'm going to throw it out there, Bruno. I think the caveman's name should be Bruno. No, I don't, I don't mean you, Bruno Guyette, but Bruno. I think that would be a good name for the caveman. Uh, what do you think? you got, you got to have names for the caveman. Uh, check it out. Name the caveman, and good luck. Enter the contest to win, um, and uh, you, you can find yourself in VIP situation. Uh, it's uh, dynamite stuff. Frank Wall. Dave, all those guys do a dynamite job with it. Oh, Brady Kramer, congratulations. Also a winner of the Napa Sportsman Series at Riverside International Speedway on the weekend. Uh, there's nothing else I can fit in, guys. Uh, that's going to do it for us here tonight on Race Time Radio. I'm plumb done out of time. I want to thank you all for tuning in uh, to Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. I'm Joe Chisholm. That's it. We'll catch you next Saturday or next Sunday, right here, 7 p.m. on Canada Talks.
Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent. 